This is the Comp Effect Podcast. When you focus on workers' compensation, you'll have a safer work environment, more productive staff, lower expenses, and you'll crush your competition. We're sharing real-world stories, actionable tips, business-friendly advice, and information to help your business. I'm your host, Todd Tams. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome back. Glad you are here on this episode of Comp Talk. So today we're going to talk about, I've got something that has been on my mind for a while that uh, I hear all the time in this business, and it has prompted me to produce this podcast as well as bring in an expert to kind of share some stories and some worst case scenarios on this. But if you're an insurance agent, I guarantee you at some point in your career, you have offered somebody workers' compensation insurance and they have said, I don't need it. We're just going to pay in cash. Or I don't need it. They are a subcontractor. And I've got a standard spiel that I do, um, but I'm not going to tell people what they need. Uh, You know, I can advise but if they don't want to write the check and they don't want to protect their assets uh, and they don't want to maybe do the right thing, I'm, I can't make them. All I can do is explain the situation and let them make their own decision. So here's usually how I see this going. When somebody says, hey, I'm just going to pay him cash and I don't want to buy work comp or I don't want to deal with work comp. And I've seen the downsides of this happen several times in my career. But usually this is how it works. You get company A wants to hire an employee B and they want to really live on the fringe of rules and society. And in my opinion, break the law. The law does not care if you're a big company or small company. If you're a company that has $5,000 with a payroll or 500,000 or $5 million with a payroll. If you meet the definition of an employee or an employer, there are certain legal requirements that you are beholden to, whether you like them or not. And saying that you were unaware uh, from what I've learned and from what I've seen is not an excuse to skirt the law. Um, you're supposed to know the law. So let's, uh, let's walk through maybe the path of what can go wrong and issues that you as a business owner should be aware of or should be concerned about if, uh, if you're going to pay somebody cash. In my experience, entering into that relationship at the beginning is a lot like a marriage or maybe the honeymoon phase. Everything is good and dandy right up until it isn't. And when it isn't, let's say you're not happy with that cash employee's performance or that cash employee has an accident, that's when things go off the rails and they go off the rails rather quickly. So let's say, for example, that you've got employee A who's not an employee, they're an independent contractor and you're paying them cash, but they only work for you full time and they don't meet the definition of an independent contractor at all. You're paying them cash and maybe one day they twist their ankle or sprain their ankle or hurt their shoulder or tweak their back. And because 
they don't have workers' compensation. I'm just guessing here. Usually what I see is they probably don't have health insurance either. Uh, There's an issue with where they go to get care. And so now what happens when maybe they need significant medical surgery? Um, I guarantee you uh, shoulder injuries are 150 to 250,000. I mean, nothing is cheap. And if your cash employee has their body injured and is looking for who's going to fix it because it was broken at your place of employment, they're going to look to you. And if you say no, then what? Let's say you go out and buy them health insurance, or let's say they have health insurance. Well, health insurance, they ask, they ask questions. They send out forms. How did you get injured? What happened? And if, if that form gets completed and that cash employee says, I was injured at work, typically the health insurance company does not want to pay and they want to be recouped for what they, what they have spent out. So really your, your business is on the hook a hundred percent for any injuries that are caused to an employee or cash employee at your company. And while normally you would be protected by the workers compensation system, when you choose not to buy workers compensation, you get zero protection. Uh, meaning everything that you have, all of your assets, all of your money, all of your checking accounts, vehicles, anything that you own is at risk and as well as your future earnings for that injured worker. We have seen other scenarios where people get injured and the deal made between the cash employee and the business was not the same deal made with the spouse. And if somebody's injured and they're no longer bringing home the cash on a weekly basis, the spouse isn't happy and the spouse starts looking for who's going to pay for this. If you don't have work comp, I guarantee you that spouse is going to go to an attorney (laughs) and then you're going to be in a world of hurt because you're going to see things come through. Like let's say you have been paying them cash to avoid work comp. Well, you've also been avoiding paying uh, payroll taxes. So you've got tax evasion for state and federal level. Um, it's a felony not to have workers' compensation when you have an employee. So you got a problem there. Um, in Iowa, it's a misdemeanor. You're supposed to post publicly that you don't have workers' compensation to your employees. So you got a problem there. Um, the whole thing is an absolute mess for what could be the right thing when it comes to buying workers' compensation. Uh, let's take that maybe a little sideways here for a second. And let's say there's no injury. Let's say you're paying this employee cash. They know that you're paying them cash. They're happy with it. Um, But now you're not happy with their performance or whatever it is. And things start going sideways at work. And maybe it's not a work comp issue. uh, It's more of an employment issue. And so you say, I don't need you anymore. Well, maybe they're angry and they start calling some regulatory authorities. That's going to open up another problem for you. Once again, tax evasion, state, federal, um, felony not to have work comp. Um, you could, I, I, we've seen OSHA investigations where people complain to OSHA, people complain to DHS. I mean, the list goes on and on. We've seen people complain to uh, food service on their way out, uh, the food service regulatory authority, so that an inspection is performed. Um, me personally, this is not a world that I like to live in. Um, we like to do the right thing. I like to make sure that our assets are protected and that my business can operate the next day. Um, so 
with this information and just, it's, it's something we hear all the time. We're going to actually bring back in an expert to talk about a case that maybe they prosecuted where somebody did not have workers' compensation insurance and literally what that meant to that business and that family. This is just my quick, you know, few minute comp talk here that, uh, of where things can go wrong and why, why you should file your 941s, why you should buy workers' compensation insurance, why you should make sure your employees are protected. Businesses do all of that to make sure that all of the business assets are protected. And by not doing it, all it takes is one bad claim and money, assets, cars, home, all that stuff is probably going to be subject to whatever it's going to take to pay the medical bills for that injured worker. And when these things go to trial and they're, you're in front of a jury, a jury has zero sympathy, zero sympathy for not only businesses, but also businesses that intentionally did the wrong thing. And when there's two people sitting in the audience, one is an injured worker who's got permanent damage to their body and a mountain of medical bills and a business that chose not to pay for them or purchase workers' compensation, it's a pretty easy decision for that jury to side with that injured worker. And it happens almost, I think it's happened every time from what I know. I've never seen it go the other way. Um, but these are the risks that you run when you try and skirt the law. If you have a true independent contractor uh, or a true subcontractor and you can pass those tests and document it accordingly, good for you. Uh, nine times out of 10, what we see is people just trying to skirt and say that they're subcontractors when in fact they are a hundred percent employee. I hope this information is helpful for you. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, I hope you have a great day. Be well, and we'll talk to you again soon.